Welcome to NRL Bet, a podcast about betting on the NRL. I'm Adam and I'm joined by Luke. How are you? Good, mate. How are you? Oh, yeah. Living the dream. <laughs> Let's kick it off uh, and talk about last week's bets. So last week we had $60 on the Dragons at $1.50, which won. We had $9 on the Storm and Cowboys for a result less than 10 which we lost. Uh, we had $9 on the Knights at three twenty, which also lost. And we had a $3 bet on Dogs to score the first try, which happened. Uh, and Broncos by 7 to 12, which was at $13 altogether. And obviously, we went down on that second leg. So that left us with a $10 profit for the round, approximately 12%. And over the year so far, a total profit of $52.36 or 21% of our betting. Well, I'll tell you what, I watched that Broncos game because when the Dogs scored the first try, I thought, here we go, we're a real chance here. I'll tell you what, it's it's hard to watch a, a match where the Broncos kick uh, four goals and a field goal uh, to win. I've seen games of soccer that were more entertaining than that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a good game. Uh, I'll give the Tigers credit, though. I, I think it's hard to look at that game and go, oh, the Tigers weren't great. It really was just Brisbane being awful, I think, and... Um, yeah, well, uh, I think we've seen a lot of uh, golden point penalties that could have been blown, and uh, that was one that possibly didn't need to be blown. But anyway, it uh, got the Broncos the two points. As Broncos fans, that's great. But, uh, well, you know, the Tigers might feel a bit hard done by there. Yeah, and I think even the Broncos are probably acknowledge that wasn't a penalty. But uh, I, I must admit, I wasn't watching this live. I watched it the next day knowing the result, which changes it a little bit. And, it's like eight, nine minutes I was checking the score and it's a field goal and there was one in 90 minutes and then all of a sudden, you know, it's extra time, second half and a penalty. Look, um, I, could have, I could have told you the result and said, don't watch the first half, it's 40 minutes of your life, you'll never get back. Um, <laughs> yeah, lucky I, um, I recorded it and so I could fast forward. So it was about probably 17 minutes of my life that I didn't get back. So that's, that's a bit of a win. Well, what else have we learned? The Dragons look good. I like them a lot. Uh, they're playing, you know, really uh, good footy. The Knights went down badly to the Roosters. I watched that uh, and I didn't think the score necessarily reflected the way the game went. We always, you know, we said we thought the Roosters would win, but there was a bit of value there. And uh, I think if the Knights came back and had a crack at the Roosters this week, they'd put on a much better show. What we've been really good at so far this year has been picking the best bet of the week and getting that to come home and allocating a fair portion of the budget for that. So we've done that really well. We tend to be going down on some multis, admittedly small wages on them. Uh, we haven't had much luck on anything sort of rough that we've, we've placed. But in saying that, I think over the season, that'll go up and down. And, you know, I'm not too disappointed with, with what we've done. We're making a profit each week, which I think given the, the hard sort of uh, way of tipping has, you know, has gone this year and, and the crazy results. I think the fact we made a profit each week is probably, you know, a good outcome without setting the world on fire. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, we haven't lost money any week, so we can't be too upset. Well, I think it was JD Rockefeller who said, look, getting rich is easy. You just don't lose money. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're well, a long way from getting rich and, and buying that trip to Vegas. But uh, yeah, what? Three weeks of, of really crazy results in the NRL. And uh, if anyone doesn't think that, I'd simply invite them to go back and have a look at some of the preseason predictions and, and have a look at round four and where we're going. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy that we're up. And we've probably been a little bit unlucky. We've, we've picked a couple of 
of outside roughies and put them together with other ones that haven't come home. But that just, just could have uh, could have easily have uh, have been us. Yeah, we might talk about that as we go through the games, which I think is probably the time to do that. So let's go through this round. The first match, the Cowboys Panthers. Cowboys um, aren't they? Dollar twenty six. Yeah, yeah. The Cowboys come right in. They were a dollar thirty eight. I think as late as this morning or, or or late last night. So they've shortened again. Penrith are now out to four dollars. I'd say that's on the back of Cleary being injured. That's the most likely reason that that's come in. Um, him not being named in the team and people realizing that. Oh, look, the Panthers are a strange one. I kind of feel like the Panthers are like they have been in every other year. You know, they seem to be low top eight to 12th. And, like, you go, oh, look, they're a young side. They're going to get better each year. But they just haven't. No progression across those seasons. I mean, Griffin's probably likely to go. I just can't see them doing anything other than being mid-table, winning some games they might not be expected to, and losing some games they should win. And I think that'll be, you know, the continuation throughout the year. The Cowboys should win this, but I don't see any value here in the win market. Uh, what do you reckon? Look, uh, I agree. I think dollar twenty six is pretty short, um, uh, especially when you consider, and we'll talk about it in, in a not in two matches' time. The Storm are paying a dollar sixty. A dollar twenty six just doesn't appeal. Uh, interestingly, the Cowboys uh, are notorious for sort of starting uh, slowly and, and building up, and that's been the pattern for the Panthers this year. So I wonder. Uh, you know, if I was describing this game, I'd say expect a, a fairly dour first half and uh, a fiesta of tries from 40 minutes onwards. Yeah, I, I agree. That's that, And that's one of the bets we we can look at here in that betting on the second half to have more tries at $2.07, not a bad bet. Um, I, I always think there's a little bit of um, value in the first try scorer market for the Cowboys. Uh, Thurston's back. Uh, to his ways with the short ball to the crash runner. Uh, and Gavin Cooper's is his favourite there. Um, we actually saw Cohen Hess uh, do it twice against the Storm very successfully uh, last week. Um, I think you'd pulled out Gavin Cooper for the first try at $21, which I think he's probably paying uh, uh, quite well for something that's moderately likely. Uh, or Cohen Hess and Michael Morgan at, at $14 are, are also ones to consider there. Yeah, I think, you know, if he short ball to the left, it's Cooper. Short ball to the right, it's Hess. Hess has a pretty incredible strike rate for a forward. It's up there with Menzies, although Menzies was really just a centre who ran off cliff lines. But either one of those at first try, Hess, Michael Morgan for the same reason, um, running off Thurston, you know, they're not a bad bet. Trying to work out which one's probably the struggle. With Cooper there at 21's probably the one to go if you had to choose. The other interesting thing, I actually quite like the simply two-score a try market because that takes out the, the sort of first yeah. uh, try. But when I looked at that uh, anytime try scorer, uh, they were all short. Morgan's $2.60 uh, yeah. to score a try in this game. Cohen Hess is $2.80 and Gavin Cooper is $3.60. Um, yeah. So I take that as the bookies expect. Yeah, Kyle Feltz $1.83, Winterstein's $2.00. Uh, Sportsbet clearly thinks uh, most of the Cowboys are going to waltz over the line at some stage. I probably like the first try bet simply because you can whack $2 on, on Cooper, for example, and get 42 That's probably all I'm willing to invest there. Yeah, I, I agree with that. We should have a think about that. Um, yeah. Let's move on. Rabbits, dogs. 
Um, well, I guess it brings us to our dogs try last week, the first try for last week. We, we won some money in a bit of controversy, uh, of controversy, I should say. I don't know what controversy is. Um, controversy is controversy after a couple of red wines, Boise. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. Um, and obviously, Mbai went over with that try, which everyone's been talking was an obstruction. I guess, obviously, we're a bit biased. We think it was a try. But I think the Bulldog player tried to get out of the way. And at the end of the day, Maloney was the defender. He was never going to make the tackle. I, I yes. don't know what they were whinging about. I don't even know why that try really got discussed. Maloney's a turnstile. You know, Mbai should have showed his ticket on the way over the try line. You know, if that was Matty Singh defending, no try. Maloney defending, try. That, that's how I see it anyway. I, uh, I've just got this vision in my head of the bunker uh, looking at it, Boise, the way you're talking about saying, look, uh, we can see the defender concerned is James Maloney. We have a decision and we're going to the board. I don't actually think that's so bad. I, 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 I don't think he. I don't think he got touched much, and uh, it's Maloney. He's not going to make that tackle. Uh, anyway, you know, look at the stats. Who missed the most tackles every year? It's Maloney. He's got some good good facets to his play, but tackling's not one of them. And uh, you know, uh, I'm happy with that. You know. Uh, anyway, that's the way it went. We we got up there. That was a good prediction. Unfortunately, we didn't claim the money. Of uh, course, the Broncos uh, let us down. But, but I think we, we saw that as value for in a multi. I don't think we, we thought, hopefully both things, things get up. Uh, I don't think we thought it good enough to just put money on its own right. It, it's a bit of a lucky play, you know, and at the end of the day, three bucks went down. Not not a big problem. But uh, No worries. Yeah, look, rabbits and dogs, I mean, anything could happen in this game. Um, either team, uh, yeah, for me, could could end up 20 points over the other here. Look, let's, uh, let's move on. There's no value in that game. No. No, hence why we uh, talked some shit for a bit. <laughs> um, Sharks, Melbourne. Well, Melbourne, we thought Melbourne and the Cows would be a close game. I think, you know, again, if that game was was run again, I think it probably would be a close game. I thought uh, Kyle felt taken in the air, was unlucky not to end up with a penalty just before half time, And in fact, the Storm ended up back up the other end of the field and, and put two points more on the Cows. Uh, but that was a disgrace. I, I don't know. I mean, even the Cowboys guy, I can't remember, was it Kyle Feld, came down clutching his shoulder. I mean, yeah. uh, look, that wouldn't annoy me if it was just a missed penalty. But to me, there's a real player safety issue there. And, you know, I, I, commentary didn't even mention that. And uh, I thought that was pretty poor. I, I could see why the Cowboys were annoyed by that. Yeah, me too. And look, I, I suppose it's worth saying, uh, Todd Greenberg, if if you're our uh, solitary listener in Panania, uh the NRL needs to do that better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That, that, that to me is a no-brainer. Um, I even think sometimes that comes out where the ball bounces and the player jumps and that apparently that's not covered. I, I just think player in the air, don't tackle them around the legs or don't do something to put them in a dangerous position. You know, it, it's not tough to tackle someone in the air. It's not weakening the game. You know what? Wait till they come down, hit the ground and smash them as hard as you want. I've got, you know, I much prefer that. Uh, continuing our conversation in two veins here, uh, I knew I'd heard of Panania before. Steve Waugh grew up in Panania. Oh, radio, is... radio. There is a Balmain in there as well. Uh, it's been added this week, so maybe he's uh, oh, fantastic. Maybe he's, well, uh, hanging down in Leichhardt and having a Chardonnay or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, three weeds there on the main street. Fair enough. Look, uh, you know, so Melbourne got a, away from the cows uh, once it was clear they were going to win. Yeah, lots of junk junk points in there. Once the result was sort of determined, Melbourne went over. I think they got two sort of late tries. That sort of blew the margins out. Um, so that, that sort of hurt us in the end. 
Uh, Cronulla haven't impressed me. Vunavalu and Addo Carr look super dangerous. Yeah. Uh, I, I look at Melbourne, I think, gee, you know, team's kicking to Melbourne uh, in Melbourne's own 20. The ball's going to go to Vunavalu and suddenly the, the storm are on the attack from all the way up there into the field. Cronulla haven't impressed me. I, I think Melbourne to win here at sixty. Cronulla were better last week. Fafita was good, but they played Parramatta. It's not really a yardstick, and they grinded out a win. They didn't, or ground out a win. They didn't really turn it on. Um, You know, it's Shark Park in the dark, you know, but I still think Melbourne to win. And I think at $1.61, that's probably the bet of the round. Uh, I agree. Um, Look, I I, I would classify a Melbourne win as, uh, you know, quite highly likely. Um, yeah, I think Melbourne should be below a dollar fifty here. Yeah, so uh, I would have thought Melbourne would be a dollar forty, dollar yeah, dollar twenty six. The Cowboys are a dollar twenty six. The Storm are a dollar sixty one. Um, and so and I look think- at the opposition too. So the Cowboys who lost to Melbourne last week are shorter against the Panthers, and um, the Dragons are shorter against the Knights at a dollar thirty six. And both the Knights and the Panthers are going much better. Um, I think than than the sharks. So to me, I, I think that price is a little bit of an anomaly in one sense. Yeah, look, I, look, I think we both agree. I think that's probably our better the round. Um, yeah. uh, Roosters Warriors. Uh, look, I don't think Roosters have been that great, but they've won easily the last two weeks. So that's a bit ominous that they haven't been great, but done the business. Um, so obviously, a good test of the Warriors. Oh, I don't know if the Warriors are the real deal this year or not too early to tell. Um, but there's a bit of value on them at the price that they're at, at I think around the three thirty mark. That's maybe a little bit of overs, but you know, my rule. Um, well, I, I do. I'm, I'm going to put it to you. I'm actually um, getting more bullish on the Warriors. I think uh, Blake Green really is enabling uh, Sean Johnson Uh in a good way, I mean, you know, on the field, not in the way that, say, David... <laughs> not Warner, in the Kieran Foran way off the field. <laughs> no, or, or perhaps the David Warner, uh, you know, swinging the ball way. Um, I think uh, Isaac Luke uh, looks like he's back to the old tricks he was up to when uh, Souths won the premiership. He looks yes. very dangerous out of dummy half. And the Warriors look fit. And so often we see the Warriors start the season and look like they actually haven't done a preseason and that's not the case this year. Yeah. I actually think the Warriors here at $3 or more than $3 um, uh, are pretty appealing. I think that uh, for me, this is not quite 50-50. Again, you know, I, I think the Roosters are more likely to win than not, but I, I don't see it as a, as a lay down as air uh, for the Roosters. It's not even 10 spades, come to think of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Uh, uh, for, for our listeners, you don't know, Adam had a few scotches one night and called 10 spades playing 500 with me uh, uh, without the Joker, as I recall. Um, uh, no, I had the Joker. I got nine. I just didn't have the 10th and I didn't find it, you know. So I knew I had a dead set nine, but I called 10 spades when the call was at six, I think. So... Uh, I got a bit over. So I went straight from six to ten. It escalated quite quickly, and uh, fortunately, we weren't playing for money. But unfortunately, we were playing against our wives, who never let us forget it. <laughs> anyway, uh, over time, we've done better. But this reminds me a bit. Getting back to the footy, this reminds me a bit of that Newcastle bet 
last week. Mm. If we if we get on it, we're doing it for a bit of value, probably around the same price. Maybe it was two thirty that that the Warriors uh, that the Knights were at last week. But you know, if we do get on, it's all about the value there, not the silliest bet. Uh, as we said in that first pod- podcast, I think New Zealand did the best recruiting. You know, they in, in the sense that they didn't get the best players, but they got the players they needed. Blake mm-hmm. Green sort of stabilised things for Johnson. They got Torhu Harris to fix up the edge there and the defence mm-hmm. particularly. Um, and I think Blair as a forward leader, you know, gave him, you know, a, a new role there where he got a bit stale, I think, at the Broncos by the end. Um, you know, and I guess Isaac Luke, you know, has, has found some form again. So I think they've made real differences all while Mannering's been injured. So... Yeah, I think the Warriors did really well in that regard. And, you know, they're more than a 3.30 chance there. Well, I'll tell you, it'll be interesting to see what they do when Mannering gets back on the park, won't it? Yeah, there was talk they were moving him to the edge um, rather than lock and defending in the middle. They may rethink that given how they've gone, so we'll see. But maybe they aren't the Warriors of old, but, you know, I'm certainly scarred by them. So, I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it later when we decide where we're going to, you know, put our money. What about the Seagulls and Raiders? Oh, gee, well, Manly went from up 50 to down 30 or whatever it was. They've turned around 80 points in two weeks. Um, and the, the tragedy is I had 20 bucks on Manly uh, on a whim outside well, of this podcast, which was a terrible decision. Yeah. Um, I think we talked up Manly last week at a dollar. Oh, we did. Then don't we have egg on our faces? They were poor. Yeah. Well, at least uh, together we dodged a bullet. Yeah. Um, but you probably just stood there copping it sweet. Yeah, that's right. These <laughs> things happen. Um, you know, the Raiders at 2.55, um, again, I tend to think that's probably a little bit overs, but gee, I'll tell you what, ugh, the Raiders don't inspire me. They look average. Well, none from three, three very close games, not getting over the line. I think that says to me that the Raiders don't make the eight. I think if you get enough of those close results, not going your way, it says you won't make the eight. You know, they are due a win. I know I sound a bit like Krusty the Clown. But yeah, the Washington the generals. generals, oh, they're due. <laughs> yeah, I don't see them using a ladder, so <laughs> we'll uh, see. But um, I don't know. You know, other, other bets this week I'd probably look at more. If you had to flip a coin here, which I think this game sort of is, and you had to choose, you'd go the Raiders at 255, given they've got a win. But um, I'll be staying away from that. Look, I, I think it's interesting, you know, and the common theme for... Those in South uh, Melbourne and Turak listening will be our thoughts on the Raiders. A couple of years ago, they finished second on the back of an easy draw, you know, and, and went out in straight sets in the finals. Last year, you know, they, with a lot of fanfare, missed the eight, and there was a lot of talk about sort of them losing six games in the year by uh, four points or less uh, and how they were probably a little bit uh, unlucky. And, and this year, again, they've already lost three games by similar margins. And it's interesting. The talk still is, oh, they're a good team. They just... Uh, they just don't sort of uh, have the luck to get over the line. And I'm wondering at what stage the talk's got to change to look boo-hoo. They're actually not that good. They can't close out games. Well, I agree. I, I don't actually think losing lots of games by a few points means you're unlucky. I think it just means you don't deserve to be there at the end of the year. The good teams grind out those wins, and, and clubs know that. And this is not like the Raiders did it last year and they've overcome it this year and addressed it. They're perennially like that. I actually reckon they're a little big. Um, so maybe it's a fitness issue. I think the game's probably quickened up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I also think that at the end of the day, they've got some weaknesses in those key positions. So Blake Austin's actually been dropped and 
and about time. He's 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 a very good defender when it comes to tackling, but he he's a horrible he's a horrible read of a of a play. Mm. And uh, they they had to drop him. I think I didn't think they had much choice. And uh, I think that's really been their issues, their defensive issues. And they've never been a great defensive unit, coupled with the fact that I think late in the game, other teams know if they keep running, they're, they're a chance to run over the top of them. Yeah. Look, I think if I had to take a team here, I'd probably back up and reinvest on Manly at Brookvale. But um, you, you'd pulled out over 45 and a half points at $1.90, you know, because I think, generally speaking, there's about a 1,000 points scored in Raiders games. Yeah, they usually end up 35, 28 or something silly like that. But um, Yeah, last week was the exception. I think it was 2019. It was a few points under. But mm-hmm. I can see either Manly or Canberra capitulating. Um, you know, if Manly come back and play really well this week as opposed to the week before, you know, maybe they're a chance of putting some on the Raiders. But, but yeah, it's not a bad... Oh, I think about 45. Let's, what's that? 20, 23, 22. I think that's a pretty good bet at $1.90. Yeah, I agree. Let's move on. Dragons, Knights. Uh, well, Knights let us down last week. And I, I thought they'd go closer than they did to the Roosters. Um, we only, as we said before, we only bet on this because we saw a bit of value. The Dragons beat a very ordinary Gold Coast. Um, they do look good, um, and they're doing the thing that they normally do in the opening rounds. They play good early season football. They've had a pretty good draw in that they got the Sharks when they're not going great, and the Broncos when they're not going great. Um, probably at the start of the season, that draw looked tougher than it has worked out to be. They're doing as well as they can, and you know they look pretty good as a team. I think certainly top eight. And uh, I think they'll account for the Knights here. Bit short at a dollar thirty-six though. Yeah, look, I like them. I think a dollar thirty-six. Yeah, last week we said a dollar fifty. Um, we thought was pretty good value. Um, yeah. uh, this week a dollar thirty or a dollar thirty-six just seems a little bit on the short side. I, I thought the Knights were unlucky against the Roosters. Things did. Didn't go their way. The Roosters got out to a few points and, and that was it. Uh, you know, it was raining and, and it all just sort of went a bit belly up. I was just having a look at the past results for the Dragons. 34-12 against the Bronx, 20-16 to against the Sharks uh, and about a million nil uh, against the Gold Coast. Depends on what you think the Knights are going to do. I think they'll probably come out and give the Dragons a bit of a run. Um, Dragons at one to twelve by uh, for three dollars more than three dollars might be a go here. Yeah, I think that's not a bad bet. Um, I, I agree with everything you pretty much said about the price. A dollar fifty one against the Titans is much better than I think a dollar thirty six against Newcastle, who who are going better than the Titans this year. Well, the tit- but, Titans looked like they were playing second grade suburban. Uh, two in Brisbane, you know, they they didn't look like an NRL team to me. But I can see Newcastle giving this a bit of a shake and a slight bounce back to making this a competitive game. I think the St. George probably aren't as good a side as the Roosters, probably playing a little better at the moment, but aren't as good. And maybe that 1-12 to 12 at 310 is not a bad option. Mm. Let's just put that one in the back of our mind as well, because I, I actually quite like that. It wouldn't surprise me if... Uh, if Newcastle make the Dragons earn it. Yeah, yeah. I'm certainly hoping so too. They, they have got Connor Watson out, um, uh, which may make a little bit of a difference. But I think actually Brock Lamb coming in there might be a good thing for them. So could go either way there. Uh, Broncos versus Titans. 
I think I said I've seen soccer games more interesting than the Broncos. And the Broncos they're, they're, were awful last week, oh, but the Titans were even worse. So I don't know what this says to this game, but the Broncos are very short at $1.23. Oh, gee, they are. Interesting. The Broncos are away from home against St. George and the Tigers look terrible and uh, they're in sparkling form back at Lane Park against the Cowboys. Um, Milford certainly plays better at home than away. Um, so that, that might be something to consider as well. Now, Oates isn't playing. Yep, TPJ's out as well. Probably just this week, maybe both are out next week as well. Mm-hmm. That does make a bit of difference to their strike power. You think of both those players, they're fairly explosive and creative or, you know, um, you know, a chance of breaking the line at least. So, you know, that, that does make a little bit of difference. Yeah, uh, look, I think it's hard. twenty is way too short for the Broncos. I mean, I look, I think they'll win. I just don't see the value. And it's hard to see what we could do to actually improve uh, the return on that one. Uh, yeah, even Broncos 13 plus is paying a dollar ninety one. Um, look, the other thing to factor in here is that rain is forecast for Sunday night, about a forty two percent chance from the weather report. I mean, you know, I'm not one to put all my faith in the weatherman, but you know, maybe an under uh, forty six points at a dollar ninety might be all right, given that the Broncos haven't really scored a lot of points this year, and the Titans haven't either. So maybe that's one to look at if you think the weather conditions will back that up. I don't mind Jimmy the Jet for a first try scorer at about 9.50. I think that's a pretty good price. He tends to play well against the Titans. So that may be a dollar or two maybe on that. But but look, um, I think we're clutching at straws there. I don't think there's a great deal of value on this game. No, I think I think probably the Broncos will win by a lot. I think if you really wanted to, you could look at the Broncos by 21 to 30 at $5.50 uh, or 31 to 40 at $9. But as you say, it's raining and anything could happen. And look, the Broncos could not complete a set of six last week. No. And- so unless they go and get some uh, Cameron Bancroft patented sticky tape for their hands, uh, you know, it's really hard to see... Oh, look, I think the Broncos, and they've been like this since halfway through last year, good one game, bad the next. They may mm. they may hit their straps again at home. I actually, last year, the corresponding game was close. You know, I think Gillette went over at the end for a try. Mm. I don't know. Um, I think at the end of the day, we just uh, avoid this game altogether. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Tigers, para. Never bet on Parramatta, eh? Well, uh, well never bet on a game they're in. I'm actually considering throwing that out the window. So this might be a time where you have to sort of slap me in the face to wake, you know, wake me up. But um, oh, look, I've I just been talking about like, the Warriors, so. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, maybe we both need to slap each other. It's a whole other podcast, I think. Mm. Um, but look, I think it's downright disrespectful to have um, the Tigers at the same price to Parramatta here at $1.92 each. I, um, I think the Tigers probably at that price. I see a bit of value. You can consider Eels a none for three. Have not played well at all. I think they've got Takarangi, Hayne. I mean, Gutherson's still out. I think there's a couple of others to that injury list. Um, You know, I I don't see how Parramatta win this match, to be honest. Well, you mentioned this beforehand, and, and 
when I actually step back and think about it, I agree. So the Tigers have knocked off the Roosters, the Storm, and taken the Broncos to Golden Point where they were unlucky uh, to lose with a, you know, probably a pretty dubious penalty for the markers. The Eels have lost to all and sundry and a couple of weeks ago got towed up by 50 points from, uh, from Manly who couldn't win a chook raffle. Um, I think the Tigers are paying overs at $1.92. Yeah, I do too. Um, you know, Parramatta are one of those teams though that can come back and just bite you in the bum by praying brilliantly or horribly. And that's why we generally say not to bet on them because well, they've got two faces, you know, they're especially now that Jared Haynes there, you know, we'll, we'll say, look, the Tigers are great at a dollar 92 and Haynes will score five tries, but yeah, but I mean, I don't think Jared Haynes, the player he was, uh, you know, I think, he, you know, he'll be lucky to get a contract next year. I mean, whether it's just his body hasn't adjusted back to rugby league as opposed to NFL, but I think there's bigger things at play there. I just don't think he's the weapon he once was. And, you know, they may actually be better without him. But they, they do seem to have some injuries, and I don't think they have the greatest depth. But, you know, what's making me look really stupid is saying I think Mitchell Moses for the Daily M was a good bet. He's looked awful, and so has Corey Norman. I'm not sure that all uh, that's going on in Parramatta there is good between those two. Yeah, they don't look like a team that's got their stuff together, do they? No, and what you do get from the Tigers is they'll defend well, and uh, they'll play as a team, they'll play for the whole potentially 86 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, I, I think that's why I like the Tigers in this one at $1.92. Yep, I agree. I, I actually think that's quite a good bet. Yeah. So if we go through the bets that we talked about, we talked about, um, and I'll go in no sort of particular order. So Bronx and Titans under 46, maybe at $1.90. I think we agree we're not going that way. Dragons 1 to 12 at 310. I think that's one to consider. Mm. Manly or Raiders over 45 points at $1.90, maybe consider. Um, and I think if we were to get something from the Cowboys and Penrith game, probably a first try scorer, a dollar or two, or second half with the most tries. A two um, seven, yeah. Yep. Oh, oh, one I didn't mention is I don't mind Boyd Cordner at $21. He's normally around the $16, $14, $16 mark for a first try. He goes over a bit, bit like Gavin Cooper, very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. At 21's not bad there either. But... Um, I think the bets I keep coming back to is one Melbourne, and I think we'll put the bulk of that about seventy-one of the now eighty-two dollars. <laughs> That's right. We're uh, look, we're we're moving forwards. We've got eighty-two dollars to bet this week. Yeah. So I think seventy-one of that locked in straight on Melbourne. And if if it's me, I'm probably going to go uh, the other ten or so dollars on the Tigers. But you were looking at a multi, is that right? Oh. Look, I think you can pull out a whole heap of things that are moderately likely here. Um, I think uh, the Tigers are dollar ninety-two. The Broncos and Titans under forty-six. Uh, the Dragons one to twelve. Um, most tries in the second half of the Cowboys game. Um, depending on how you put that together, you can get up to between ten and twenty as your odds for for a whole heap of things that I reckon are a chance. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. That said, we've been burnt by multis before. I also like the Dragons by one to twelve at three dollars ten, and I actually don't mind the Warriors either mm, at three thirty. So, so we're clear. We've got Melbourne seventy-one bucks, dollar sixty-one locked in. Gives us eleven dollars to play with. What would you go next as the bet of the week? Probably no. the Tigers at a dollar ninety-two. Yeah, I think so too. So, 
what we put 10 on that and then we leave one for a crazy multi or do we go eight or nine on the tigers and you know maybe look at a first try score or something what, what do you reckon i'll tell you what here's so l- let me put it back to you so we can multi up a half dozen big events like that mm-hmm. um or we could just put a dollar on boyd and a dollar on uh, Boyd Corden, that is, sorry, and a dollar on Gavin Cooper, both at $21 to score the first try in their respective games. Yeah, I reckon that's a way to go. And so that would leave us nine on the Tigers to win at a dollar ninety-two. Yeah, so, yes. And I quite like that. I think that hopefully the Storm, touch wood, uh, get up. Um, uh, if And then, you know, we've got a couple of... I, I probably prefer for the $21 to take uh, two forwards who... Um, score in very very similar ways, which is a crash ball to the left hand side of the uprights mm-hmm. uh, at twenty ones uh, against teams where I think both the teams are yeah both the Roosters and the Cowboys are, are highly favoured to win, and I think they might go looking for those as tries. I, I quite like that, uh, and I like that more than a whole heap of of multi series. If if you force me to have a couple of other bets, I'd say the Dragons by one to twelve and and the Warriors, but. Um, I think let's go with the Tigers and uh, and then just a dollar on Boyd and a dollar on uh, Cooper. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Dragons one to twelve, Warriors, or even Dragons one to twelve, and uh, you know that second half Cowboys Panthers at two dollars. I mean, you know we're looking there at over six bucks for that. Yep. I, I wouldn't mind a five dollar on that. I think that's okay. A good one. All right. Yeah, it keeps puts a bit more interest across the um the game. So five on the Dragons by one to twelve. Uh, the Tigers at dollar ninety two. Hey, mm, the problem with that is that at that price, I want to put a bit more than we've got on it. But yeah, well, five dollars. Yeah, five dollars doesn't make it. Well, you know, turning one into six doesn't really float my boat. You know what I mean? So you know, <laughs> you probably want to put five, five into thirty. Uh, you know, I like it a little more. You know, so yeah, no, no, I, I tend to agree. Um, so I don't know. Maybe we just go what we said at the start with, and look, if we want to do it ourselves on our own, I might. Sneak a sneaky five on the other anyway. Well, you could take the Tigers by one to 12. $3.10. Ten. Uh, yeah. For your five. Turns five into 15. Mm, Parramatta oh. capitulate there. I, I don't want to bet on Parramatta making any margin. I, I'd rather go the straight 92, $1.92. Another team, and I think that's probably a good bet. Uh, the other option is you could say Parramatta are going to capitulate and take the Tigers... Uh, yeah, Tigers minus six and a half, two ninety. Tigers minus seven and a half, three dollars. Yeah, um, I think, once again, I still think the dollar ninety two is the market there. Tigers minus two and a half or one and a half is a dollar ninety seven. Mind you, the Tigers seem to have kicked a lot of field goals this year already. Um, yeah, look, look, I, I, what I, I'm confident of is the Tigers beating Parramatta. What the score is going to be, not really. So. I reckon we go Melbourne and we just stick with Boyd and Cooper and, and maybe if we decide to put an extra five on it, we can do that. So you're saying, so we'll put uh, a dollar each on Boyd and Cooper. Yeah. You want to throw um, uh, nine on the Tigers. Yeah. And then you want to have five for Dragons 1 to 12, multied with uh, Cowboys. Cowboys Penrith first half. Second half being more Second tries than the first. More tries, excuse me. That's right. Mm. Um, so we'd, we'd be doing an extra $5. So, look, I reckon we've done pretty well, boys. See, that's taken us four weeks to break all our gambling rules. Uh, we're betting uh, a Parramatta <laughs> game and exceeding our... Um, 
Yeah. Can you put another yeah, stick? Uh, only five dollars, and uh, it might mean that we're back to betting eighty dollars a week instead of eighty-two. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. So, all right, let's let's go with those things. All right, uh, and we'll see how we go this week. I quite like that. Okay, so that's Dragons one to twelve. Multi into first second half tries for the Cowboys. We'll know about that tomorrow night. Tigers to win outright, and Melbourne at dollar sixty-one for the majority of our money. Do you know what the weather's like up there, though? Is it raining or...? Uh, believe it or not, it is raining in Townsville. Four years of drought and uh, and now the place is flooding. That might be the only thing that kicks us in the bum there with the second half tries. Uh, I think they'll open up in the second half. I think both yep. teams play big second halves. I think that's where the, the points... Oh, I agree, but if it if it turns into, you know, halfway through the game starts pouring down and no one can hold the ball, that... That's the only oh, thing. I, I think I think most of the rain up here is past, to be honest. Okay. It's just going to be hot Good for the stuff. next thousand years. Um, <laughs> yeah. Actually, winter last year was lovely. Uh, it was on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's the case. I'm about headed back into my six to seven months of winter hibernation down here in Melbourne. So uh, it's coming to the shit time of year. But uh, on the plus side, it's uh, red wine drinking weather. So... Mm. Look forward to having some nice reds. Uh, the whites get put away until November next year. <laughs> Fantastic, hey? Well, um, in Townsville, when it's hot, you drink rum. And then on that day in winter, you drink rum. Rum. <laughs> That's right. right. I, I think we finished talking about rum, and rum. A drink for all seasons. Yeah, if we're getting onto the rum, I might go and have a rum, actually. That's a bad idea. <laughs> all right. Awesome. All right. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Good luck.